1: Welcome in to OutKick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Thursday. Let's get rolling. Uh, And as we do, I want to thank everybody who's subscribing and watching on YouTube. Click the subscribe button. We just hit 200,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is a big number, I am told. I am not an expert on YouTube but my boys watch YouTube a lot, so I promised them that I would give a shout out to all of you commenting on YouTube. They spend almost all of their media time on YouTube, so I want to continue to give you guys a lot of love. Also, appreciate all of you subscribing and listening on the audio feed. Audio guys, very happy. We now have perfect audio on uh, the podcast. And, of course, for those of you watching on Twitter or checking out the videos around uh, on uh, the streaming services. Appreciate all of you there as well. All right, not going to lie, got a little sick to my stomach when I saw this story last night. Knew it was happening. Hoped it would become a reality. But Adam Schefter reported yesterday that the Titans made an effort to try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think we can underrate the degree to which the Titans are done with Ryan Tannehill. I think what happened was they went back and watched that performance against the Cincinnati Bengals and said it was so epically bad, we cannot rely on this guy anymore to be capable of winning in the postseason. And uh, as a result, they tried to make a run at Aaron Rodgers. They tried to make a run even at Deshaun Watson. And if you want to talk about... (laughs) A difficult situation to reconcile. Uh, My favorite team, having Deshaun Watson after the 24 different women had accused him of sexual assault as a uh, season ticket holder, that would be a difficult pivot uh, for me, much as I'm sure it's a difficult pivot for a lot of people out there that are uh, uh, Cleveland Brown fans Uh, because Deshaun Watson, it's hard to root for a guy who's got that many accusers Uh, Even if I believe that there shouldn't be any consequences, as I do uh, for NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, all those guys, uh, if you aren't charged with a crime, I don't think that the professional sports league should be in the business of coming and taking their pound of proverbial flesh over these issues. That's my personal opinion. I understand some people can disagree. But if you combine it with Ryan Tannehill not showing up for offseason workouts, saying he has no interest in mentoring. Uh, Malik Willis also with uh, the fact that AJ Brown was traded I'll get to that in a moment if you combine all those factors then this has got the possibility to be a real tumultuous relationship in Nashville in what I believe will be the final year of Ryan Tannehill in the city and Mike Vrabel and John Robinson and Ryan Tannehill uh, are going to be I think particularly given how difficult the schedule looks out of, uh, out of division, I well, think it's going to be a little bit of a wild ride uh, as we try to figure out what might happen in the years ahead. And as the Ryan Tannehill $100 million experiment effectively comes to an end uh, after two and a half years for Ryan Tannehill as the starter, make it three and a half if we presume that he starts throughout this season. And we'll see whether Malik Willis is or is not potentially the future of this franchise. I think you can make an argument that he's got a little bit of Steve McNair in him. Uh, guy from a smaller school, big arm, electric ability, but not necessarily ready at the first year as a rookie to be the starter. Uh, McNair had to sit for a couple of years. We'll see what ends up happening there. But news again that the Titans tried to trade for Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. You guys know... I was beating the Aaron Rodgers drum for a while. If it doesn't happen this year, doesn't mean that it might not happen next year. Also, Tom Brady will be an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Maybe the Titans with Ryan Tannehill coming off the books could make a run there. It's a shame they didn't sign him instead of Tannehill three years ago. Uh, That's going to be a story worth following. Speaking of Tom Brady, uh, Brady has become one of the best athletes at using social media media to increase the uh, positivity associated with Tom Brady in general. Now, remember, it used to be, and some of you are young and you won't even remember that, the Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning uh, battle was kind of an everyman. Peyton Manning was your average Joe six-pack, average guy, owns the Papa John's franchises, likes beer, uh, not particularly good-looking, funny. He marketed himself as an everyman. And then you had Tom Brady, who was Mr. GQ, dating a Victoria's Secret supermodel and Giselle, uh, seemed to have everything, sort of a marble man exterior, never really gave you a a picture of his interior life. And now Brady's really good on social media. He's got one of the Beck's best social media teams out there. Uh, And and what is uh, pretty funny today, earlier... Tom Brady, 20 years after, I'm sorry, uh, then Oakland Raider fans, now Vegas Raider fans, Brady's admitted that the tuck rule, it was a fumble. For all of you who remember that game, it's been 20 years ago now. It really was the beginning of the Tom Brady legend in Foxborough. He gets hit, he fumbles, Patriots go on to win the Super Bowl that year. But if that call is made, as most of us watching it live believe that it would be, And if it were ruled a fumble, then maybe the Brady dynasty doesn't take off like it does. Maybe he has less than the six Super Bowls. Uh, Instead, that is the beginning of the Tom Brady goat resume. Uh, And I just think it's funny. I'm sorry, Raider fans, that he's finally coming out and admitting that that was not actually uh, the tuck rule. Should have been ruled a fumble. And by the way, that also began at least the argument that the officials were rooting in favor of the Patriots because they had so many things go their way uh, in so many close games over all those years. I wanted to mention this. I saw my guy Warren Sharp, who does, by the way, a fantastic job having really interesting data uh, that he shares. And he pointed out that we're in the middle right now of NFL wide receivers receiving max contract value, all-time records. In fact, Tyreek Hill... $30 million a year with the Miami Dolphins, traded. Devontae Adams, $28 million a year, traded from the Packers to the Raiders. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, still working through his massive contract, but making $27 million right now with the Cardinals. And then A.J. Brown traded to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, now getting $25 million a year. So to think about it, and I'm reading from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football's Twitter, uh, number one seed Green Bay traded their overall number one wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Number one seed AFC Tennessee trades their number one wide receiver, A.J. Brown. Uh, And then the number two seed, Kansas City Chiefs, traded their number one wide receiver to the Raiders. So what's going on here? It's an interesting question. You have some teams buying in. The Dolphins, the Raiders, the Eagles, uh, in a big way towards paying max value to wide receivers. You have other teams, Titans, Packers, uh, and Chiefs among them, saying, we're not going to pay top dollar to wide receivers. We're going to move on. We think we can replicate their talents. So it's an interesting argument here that wide receivers are the new running backs in that If you look at what happens at the running back position, there's an overarching opinion that running backs are not worth big dollar deals and not even worthy of top draft picks. What you're seeing now is six wide receivers went in the first round this year with the argument being you get good value on young wide receivers, but aging wide receivers don't provide that same level of value. Uh, To me, this is going to be One of the most intriguing battles, sort of from a fantasy GM perspective, everybody has a set number of dollars to spend. How do they allocate their resources? There are successful teams, the Packers, the Titans, uh, and the Chiefs, that are saying, even with highly productive wide receivers, we need to move on because the wide receiver talent can be replicated, much like the theory is that the running back talent can be replicated. We'll see exactly how that uh, breaks down going forward. But Warren Sharp with a really good point about four of the highest paid wide receivers were traded from three very successful franchises uh, because those franchises are gambling on the fact that they can find younger talent that is much uh, much less costly that they're going to be able to find similar levels of production from. We'll see whether or not that ends up being true. Hey, Clay Travis here. Hope you guys are enjoying OutKick. The show will have more coming back
0: next. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS-56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: Uh, I wanted to mention this. I haven't talked a lot about the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard uh, lawsuit that is taking place right now in Northern Virginia. Johnny Depp suing Amber Heard for defamation and vice versa over a Washington Post editorial that Amber Heard wrote that effectively blamed Johnny Depp for domestic violence in their relationship, even though it didn't name him by name. Uh, and as a part of this, uh, this trial that's been going on for several weeks now, both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard have taken the witness stand. And uh, one of Johnny Depp's managers testified that Depp was set for another Pirates of the Caribbean movie and that he was going to be paid $22.5 million for that performance in that film. And they canceled it as a result of this Washington Post editorial by Amber Heard. And so that is uh, a, wild, uh, a wild aspect here because potentially this Washington Post editorial may well have cost Johnny Depp tens of millions of dollars uh, and not being able to reprise his role as Captain Jack Sparrow. And so I was watching this and thinking about it, and I I thought, hey, you know what? I'll put this out on uh, my Twitter feed and let people vote on who they believe after several weeks of this trial. And the question was pretty simple. Who do you believe, Johnny Depp or Amber Heard? I also gave both sound awful as an option, and tens of thousands of you voted Johnny Depp got 60%. You 60% of you believe Johnny Depp. 39% of you said both sound awful. 1% of you said, I believe Amber Heard. 1%. And it's probably not a coincidence that Amber Heard has fired her PR team as, again, I would just say in general, if you're firing your PR team, it's probably not the PR team doing a bad job it's probably you just a pro tip there uh in general Uh, a couple of other stories that are out there chris wallace is going to uh hbo max so he has gone from the most watched television network on cable by far fox news to cnn plus which is canceled within 21 days basically of him starting his interview show to now being on hbo max this is one of the all-time bad decisions from an entertainment perspective if you care about people actually consuming your work because no one is going to watch Chris Wallace on uh, on HBO Max interview anyone. Uh, he left the most watched cable network out there with virtually no audience being willing to follow him. Uh, so... Uh, it's up there. We had this. Uh, we had this discussion about Titanic. Uh, there was uh, the decision. Obviously, Leonardo DiCaprio used Titanic to uh, springboard himself, slingshot himself to one of the greatest careers in modern Hollywood history. Uh, well, if you remember uh, the the, uh, the the guy who played Robin, and I've got to even look up his name uh, right now because I can't even remember what his name was, uh, and he chose in the Batman and Robin movie to turn down Titanic. And I believe the guy's on CSI uh, Los Angeles now or something like that. Um, and uh, it is kind of wild to think about because the idea was Chris O'Donnell. Couldn't even remember his name. That gives you a perspective of how much he's fallen off the planet. He was on Sin of a Woman back in the day. It's probably the best Chris O'Donnell film. Uh, and obviously Al Pacino makes that one. But the idea was that he was going to be able to turn that robin roll into an iconic uh, franchise. Instead, everything fell apart. That's kind of like Chris Wallace to HBO Max. Um, the Athletic. The Athletic somehow sold, reportedly, for over $500 million. Uh, but it's never made a profit. And my good buddy Darren Ravel, you know, we're always kind of chirping back and forth. Darren Ravel tweeted this out, which I was kind of blown away by because I knew the numbers were bad, but I had forgotten about it. Operating losses for the athletic. Uh, This is from the New York Times over the past three years $54 million in 2019. This is how much they lost. $41 million in 2020. And in 2021, $55 million. The Athletic lost $55 million this year. The Athletic, since its founding, has never turned a profit and has lost hundreds of millions of dollars. And I don't know why the New York Times decided to buy them. I also question what the purchase price actually was. Uh, But my goodness, what an unmitigated disaster the Athletic has been from a business perspective, $55 million in losses on their subscription business right now. I question whether it will ever be profitable. Uh, I I don't really blame the athletic for getting out while they could, uh, but my goodness, what a mess that business has turned into. Speaking of messes, uh, we have moved really quickly. I talked yesterday all about the leak of the uh, Justice Alito Potential opinion overturning Roe v. Wade. Uh, And we have really pivoted in a hurry from Democrats arguing that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare, which I agree with. I don't think that we should have uh, uh, abortions in cases of incest, or we should have the option to have abortions in cases of incest, in cases of rape, uh, when the mother's life is in danger. We can all debate We were talking about this on the show, at which point life actually begins for purposes of allowing or disallowing an abortion, and that's what's going to happen with all 50 states now able to make their own determinations. Some will say, hey, you can have an abortion basically any time in a pregnancy, California and New York. Other states, many of them red states, like my own where I live in Tennessee, will be much more restrictive on what the law will be uh, on a state basis as it pertains to abortion. But I am blown away by how quickly and fervently Democrats are arguing already that if you want to have an abortion in the ninth month of a pregnancy, you can do it. That's madness. I just, I cannot believe that hardly anyone out there would argue that a baby that is nine months in utero that is on the verge any day of being delivered, which could certainly survive outside the womb, should be able to be aborted. That's murder. And many states already would define it as murder if anyone other than the mother decided to take the life of that baby. Let me give you an example. In many states... If a pregnant mother were shot and killed and the baby inside of her also died as a result of that murder, there would be two different murder charges, one for the mother and one for her unborn baby because that baby, had it been delivered, would have been able to survive. I cannot believe that the Democrat Party position on abortion is it should be legal in the ninth month of a pregnancy. Now, we can all debate what exactly the law should be as it pertains to abortion. I talked about the fact yesterday, I don't believe that anyone in case of incest, rape, uh, certainly the life of the mother being in danger, should be forced by the government to carry that child all the way through to term. I don't agree with that. Uh, I think that the mother certainly should have the choice there. I agree with mothers having a lot of choices in the early days of pregnancy. Certainly, I'm in favor of birth control. Uh, I'm in favor of the morning after pill. Uh, I'm in favor of all those things, I think, like the vast majority of Americans. But nine-month abortions... Babies that are soon to be delivered, that in fact could be delivered any day, eight-month abortions, post-viability abortions, that to me is murder. That to me is murder. Uh, I think it is crazy that that is the Democrat position as it pertains to abortion today. We have come a long way from safe, legal, and rare, which is a perspective that I have always believed in. Nine-month abortions eight-month abortions, abortions post-viability, those shouldn't be legal in my opinion. Um, Elon Musk is taking over as the acting Twitter CEO. Uh, The result is that basically Twitter is, is like the only stock that's up today, and it's not even up that much as the stock market is tanking right now, literally as we speak, on an epic level down 1,300 points, nearly a 4% decline on the Dow, a nearly 6% decline on the NASDAQ, and the S&P 500 is down over 4% as well. Joe Biden is soon to be presiding over a stock market that turns negative for his tenure as president. Right now, uh, I'm looking uh, as we speak the stock market on the day that Joe Biden took over is only a couple of hundred points up on the S&P 500 uh, compared to, uh, to where it is right now. Uh, and I'm afraid that it's going to continue to get worse from here. This is a, uh, not an ideal place uh, to be in as you look at uh, the trajectory of every part of the economy everything that Joe Biden has touched has turned into an unmitigated disaster. Uh, I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. I love all of you on YouTube who are subscribing. Click the subscribe button. uh, And thank you for consuming and continuing to consume so many of my videos and the OutKick videos. Uh, And uh, I certainly love you guys who are subscribing on, uh, on podcasts, Uh, whether it's with Spotify, whether it is with uh, Apple, wherever you are choosing to get this audio feed. And thanks as always to those of you who are watching on Twitter. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP.